0: Good evening, good evening, and praise the Lord. This is the show Self-Expressions, and I am your host, Brother Ryan Pop Pop Hudson. I'd like to welcome and thank you, each and every one of you has joined us for tonight's episode. Uh, right now, we are simulcasting on www.blogtalkradio.com, backslash Purpose Kingdom, and we're also on Facebook Live. And I'd like to thank uh, everyone that's joining us for tonight, and uh, tonight, uh, we do have a uh, Topic that I want to discuss, and before we get into our topic, uh, let me just um, talk about some things. Now, uh, I know we have a new president, a newly elected president, and uh, he's just been in office for, you know, a little over thirty days. And you know, some of the things that have gone on, uh, not only with this tenant in Congress, it's a little bit concerning. And, you know, the thing that I have uh, concerns about is, you know, what he's doing. And what he's doing is I understand, you know, he has a need to go ahead and enact some uh, some things. But one of the things that he's doing is he's um, restoring a lot of the Obamacare that was eliminated before. And um, that's not uh, the main priority um, that I see. You know, there is a, a couple of things I see that could have been, been done better, but, you know, I'm not president. Um, also, you know, with um, the Senate and Congress also, where they failed to uh, impeach President Trump. And the reason why I'm very at this point is because uh, for so many reasons and so many times and some of the injustice that's been done in this country is, you know, um, doing this certain act of insurrection, you know, um, someone died. Well, four, four people died and one was a, a Capitol Police officer. Uh, that capital Police Officer, you know, in the in instance, where a police officer, you know, perish, especially in a lot of duty, uh, there are certain things that, you know, the justice system usually do. And what they usually do is they make sure that justice is administrated and they make sure that, the you know, the culprits. And so, for instance, you know, um, say you're part of a, you know, street gang and someone dies. You know, everybody is part of that gang, gets charged with, you know, uh, conspiracy to commit murder. And I believe that someone, you know, none of these guys, I, I don't see anybody getting charged for that officer's death. And I don't think it's, you know, uh, a fair showing of um, how this country and this government and the law works. And, um, you know, and as far as I'm concerned, you know, former President Trump should be charged with commir- uh, conspiracy to commit murder. He was the one that started the, you know, insurrection. So uh, you know, I I know uh, a lot of people are, you know, just wanna bash Trump, but I'm just saying for a standpoint as far as the common man and the common people, when we face common charges, you know, we you know, we would normally get brought up on charges like conspiracy commitment murder or you know, things like that. But, you know, like I said, this is our government and you know, what are we gonna do? You gonna leave the country? But um besides the fact let's get into some good ministry. Okay, so tonight I'm going to cover Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. Um, and also, let me just mention this, um, we're Simon Canson on Facebook and also on Broad Talk Radio. Uh, and anytime you want to call in, if you're on Broad Talk Radio, the number to call in is 319-527-6091. And at any time, you can hit the number one. All right, and so we're going to be covering uh Luke and uh Luke chapter 17, verses 11 to 19, and let's just get started. Okay, now it happened that he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of uh Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers. He stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw, when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourselves to the priest. And so it was, and as they went, they were cleansed. As one of them, when he saw that he was returned and with a loud voice glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet giving him thanks. And he was a similitude. So Jesus answered and said, where there are not ten coins, but where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said unto him, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Amen. Praise the Lord. And that's, that was uh, Luke chapter from. Um, Chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. Now, I want to pose the question to um, to you listening. You know, are you one of those nine that did not return? And I, I just want to examine, you know, in every instance, in, in every character that's in the Bible, um, every, apost- every apostle, you know, at some point, I want to say, can you put yourself in the place of, of you know, one of these characters in the Bible, and so we're going to take a, a look at the lepers. Are you one of the nine? Are you one of the nine that did not return? And I'm quite sure, you know, you can you can see yourself as you know, you know what? I'm always going to be the one that, that and thank Jesus. But you know, we know this is not you know uh, a perfect world, and we be be honest with ourselves. Can you picture yourself being one of the nine? And, and guess what? I know. That each and every one of those nine lepers probably had a good reason why they did not return. So we're, we're going to just go ahead and look at, you know, um, what we think or what I think may have happened, or maybe the reason why they, you know, can. And if you, if you can, you know, just write notes down of the one of the nine reasons why I think each and every one of these nine lepers had. And so, you know, the first thing you want to say is what kind of excuse you think people have. But, you know, sometimes, you know, excuses are are not what people think they are. Excuses are something that are circumstances where you just can't move past a certain situation or a certain thing or a certain feeling. So let's go examine one of the nine. You know, maybe he says, you know, you know, I'll go back, but it's just not convenient right now. You know, a lot of us, a lot of people base their lives on convenience, and they put that convenience forward. Whereas though, even when it comes back to you know giving praise to you know Jesus or, or or anybody else, you know they commonly you know they they say, well you know it's not convenient or this is not a good time. You know God does not bless us on convenience. You know God blesses us when we need it. And the to do what you think is fit. Where we, you know, we appreciate it. You know, we give that giving back Thanksgiving. You know, it, it, you know, it makes. You know, for instance, it takes. You know. It, it takes a lot of effort to place inconvenience in your life, than to have convenience in your life. And a lot of people live and die by that, no matter what. And you know that's what we, what we say is the trait in our you know personality and a trait that we're there's something that we just have to let go we have to let go of convenience because convenience is something that can block a lot of things you know is it convenient for you to go to work is it convenient for you to pay bills it's the inconveniences that we learn to get by is how we how we move forward you know there are always going to be inconveniences you know on your way to work it could be an accident You know, some you know it's a lot of different reasons why you know we can have you know inconvenience in our life, and what you want to make sure you do is you get used to having inconveniences in your life. You know, we all have to to understand that life is not convenient, and you know, a lot of people that are successful navigating life knows that there's going to be obstacles in their way. And they're going to have to navigate, and they're going to just have to change things up sometimes, no matter the comfort or the inconvenience. So you know, the, and you know, just to you know, just cover this this one up. This is just you know one of the nine. You know, when we take time and effort to you know worship God, and just basically show Him thanks. You know, thank that that basically you know thank you God. All right, and so I'm going to move on to um, the second level. You know, perhaps he, you know, just was too proud. And this is, you know, um, something that's touching with a lot of people when you try to say that, you know, you're you're too proud. Well, you know, it takes a measure of humility to express, you know, thanks and appreciation. I mean, this thing, doesn't it? You know, that's why a lot of people... Get all you know, tongue-tied when it comes to you know thanking someone, um, you know, and thanking somebody for, for what they've done, you know, especially if they've done something for them, and they they thought that nobody was ever ever going to help them or nobody was going to just you know care or or just chip in and just you know be there for them, and it it takes a lot of humility to say you know thank you uh, because you know it's it, and, it, and it basically shows especially when it comes to. God. It shows, you know, uh, it demonstrates that you need God. You need God in your life. You need him to help you. And even when there are just, you know, so many different uh, turmoils and, you know, just one disaster after another and, you know, boom, 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 right there. There comes God just stepping in and he's just moving aside a lot of things. Um, and, uh, you know, that that spirit of, of of proudness, you know, we have to remember some things. And I'm just gonna just give a scripture. Well actually I got two that just come to mind. Um and so that goes into Proverbs twenty two verses four and it says By him by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor and life. Also in James four verses six God resistes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And, you know, that's that's a, a lot to tell you, you know, as far as, you know, being proud and, you know, what, you know, God expects of us. You know, one it's one thing to have confidence in yourself, and it's also one totally different thing when you're proud. And when you're proud, you know, I expect everybody to have, you know, the, you know, regular, you know, self-esteem, regular self-confidence, but sometimes people push it over where it, you know, where it just goes into where they're just proud and they just uh, have that of superiority when in reality, you know, they're just like us, you know, we are all, you know, um, we're all grateful and we're all thankful and we're all or happy or, uh, and, and, you know, we're, we're glad of some things that we achieve. But when we become boastful and we go start to gravitate where we're, we're just, you know, self-boosting, where we just um, have that inflated ego where it's just like all of a sudden, you know, and you probably heard this before, can't nobody tell them nothing. You know, we have that attitude, you know, we're we're going way wrong. We're going way wrong. You know, we have to have, you know, like I said, we we have to have that balance where we just just don't go overboard, you know, on ourselves. Don't get high off yourself, you know. Just um, to you know have that confidence, but you know, you know, just back. You know, sometimes we need to just back it up a little bit, where we're not just um, in that moment where we just forget, you know, who's actually helping us and, and who's there in our corner and uh, who's you know. Um, Who's forced, and we just can't have that – or we can't gain that air of superiority where we think we're better than other people. You know, uh, we we all are are created for for one thing, and that's to to create God. It's not for us to have, you know, um, a a better status than somebody or to uh, just brag about the house we have or, you know, uh, all other things. You know, Um, gaining, you know – you know, certain things, you know, we want to, you know, we, we all want to, you know, have everybody say, hey, you know, uh, look what I've done. But you can say, look what I've done and move on. You don't have to just, you know, put your master's degree and carry it around with you all the time. You don't have to uh, carry around that employee of the month award and, you know, take it everywhere you go and stuff like that. You know, some people just, you know, uh, they, they gravitate, you know, to some of the wrong things and they give, um you know a, a picture of, of you know that they're they're boasting you know air superiority or something like that of that nature all right and um just real quickly um just let my uh, facebook live uh audience know that uh we are broadcasting on com. that's as perfect kingdom anytime you want to uh call into the show you can call in at three one nine five two seven six zero nine one. Um right now we're covering uh Luke chapters uh seventeen, verses eleven and nineteen and we're talking about the the nine lepers that did not return. So right now, um I'm coming up with a, a reason and I want you to you know also interact with me because they're they they all have in their minds good reasons of why they didn't return. Why they didn't thank Jesus for, for healing them. And we're going to cover the third one. And, you know, I wonder if the third one was too self-conscious. And when I say self-conscious, I mean, was just too self-conscious, you know, uh, maybe he thought, you know, he wasn't, you know, that he thought, you know, he didn't know what to, to say, you know. He couldn't find the, the most elegant words that he could think of. He couldn't find a way and, you know, and put the proper – uh, language and vocabulary together, where he would, you know, give proper Thanksgiving to someone such as the Lord. And so, um, just to get to, you know, uh, another helping point with, you know, if this is what the individual thought. He thought he was what he was doing. You know, what he was doing was he was saying, "Hey, listen, I'm just an ordinary guy. Um, I don't have a good vocabulary, and so I'm just, you know, going to just say, hey, look, I- I'm just going to chuck it up the leave." you know, I'm not, I'm not going to return. And I remember, you know, and I'm just um, putting this out there because and this is something that, you know, helped me when I was in, you know, Bible school and I was growing up and I was just learning the Bible. So, you know, we had Sunday school where it's actually, you know, um, a Sunday school teacher where they were you know, gather us together and they would make sure that we would learn something. And one of the 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 things they would do, they would give us acronyms. So, you know, uh the, the shortest um book in the Bible was Acts. And they said you can all remember this, Acts. So we're gonna have give you acronym for, you know, um so you can remember. But but it's also, you know, it helps, you know, building up my prayer line. So I didn't know all this was Going to help me out later on in life because I still remember now where I learned in Sunday school. And it's kind of funny. It's like every um, couple of years of when I was growing up, um, even through Sunday school or public school, um, there would be something uh, like an excellent teaching tool that would carry over and, I, could, and you know, I I carry on even right now in life. So they broke down the letters of X. And so basically, The A was to to remind you of um, adoration and worship of God. Um, The C was for confessing our sins, and it was it's a good tool, like I said, because it it helped me out. Because when I started to pray, I started using these. So let me go on real quick. And T was for for Thanksgiving, and the S was a, a supplication of making a request of God. So. Basically, you know, to run it down. So it's it, it torque and gave structure to our prayers. And it just let me know, like, cause I was just, you know, um, even though I was a kid, I would do stupid things like, hey, you know, oh, I've seen this cool car or oh, I've seen this walkie-talkie. God, can you just help my parents get it? I know they ain't got much money and I know they paid most of the bills, but can you please give me some extra cash so they can buy my walkie-talkies and Well, they can buy this, but buy that. But you know, um, in reality, it was just uh, you know, um, I didn't simplify my you know my prayers. And then when I I went over that, and I learned the acts, you know, the um, acronyms, and I started practicing, I started learning. I learned how to put together my prayers and make sure that you know, hey, I got you know, you're praying, you got God's attention. Let's not put some silly stuff in there. And so, even now today, you know, I it, it cracks me up because I don't. You know, say hey, hey God, I'm two thousand dollars short of this car. What you really want it? You know, what's up with that? Only, only thing I did was the, the you know, the, the simplification of my prayers and say, hey God, you know, let's bypass all that. Let's, uh, can you just give me abundant life? And I realized that instead of praying for silly stuff, for something that covers everything. You ask for abundant life, that means He's going to make sure you have more than enough and you can't care of everything. You don't have to worry about one silly little car. He's going to make sure he's going to bless you with money to get a car, a house, and whatever, a swimming pool, a shark, whatever you like. He's going to make sure you have enough. And But you got to simplify your prayers and you got to make sure that, you know, that, that you're not wasting his time. You know, it just, and it's just like when when you got you know, somebody's attention and they see you going on and on and on and on, you know, I'm not saying guy's gonna do that, but I'm gonna you know, you know, I was just frowning like, Hey, why don't you just get to the point and just stop bally gagging and tell me all this other stuff. He told me all these details it's not really even necessary. You know? Um and I'd like to shout out my brother, Elder David Hudson Sr. I see that you're on Facebook Live. Thanks for uh joining me and as well as um, all the other listeners on uh, Law Talk Radio. Thanks for joining me tonight. And, um, and just wrapping up this third, this, you know, this third leper, uh, you know, he asked, you know, basically make sure that you include, you know, you have ample time, really, so you won't have the self-conscious concept. Practice and prayer. You, you know, like I say, practice makes perfect. If you start praying every day and, you know, doesn't matter if the words are eloquent or if it's, you know, or, or just, you know, they flowing or sound like you're freestyling. No, just, you know, just talk to and That way he gets to know their voice and you get to understand that, you know, hey, listen, this is easy for me. You know, this is not hard. I don't have to worry about the words that come out. It's going to be natural. I'm just going to be praying naturally. I'm not even, you know, worry about, you know, how I sound. I know how I sound but because he know how, I found, that's important. Don't have that, that self-consciousness where you just feel as though no matter what you do, you can't get his attention. You can get his attention. You know, and, and he wants to know your voice. He, you know, like when you go and pray tonight, you say, oh, I know who I did. That's why. Oh, okay. You know, it's cool. You know, it's cool when you have that, that bond, you know, with, with God like that where you can just, you know, go ahead and talk to him. And you ain't got to you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, how how it's found or, you know, if you're saying the proper words. You know, like I say, you are getting that practice, you know. And um so we're gonna move on to the fourth one. And the fourth one, you know, like I say I'm just guessing what would be a good reason. What would be a good reason, you know, to just, you know, uh not come back and, you know, thank God for just, you know, curing me. So perhaps the fourth man said, you know, no use in, you know, no use in telling him thanks, you know. He knows he knows my heart anyway. You know what? I'm going to tell you, that's one of the ones that really gets me when I hear people say, God knows my heart. Okay, okay so yes, the truth of the matter is he does. He does know your heart, and he, he knows whether or not you know you are grateful. But the the thing of the, the you know the, the one thing that we have to understand is that you know you can't do you just can't do that. It, it's just it's not right because even if someone does know your heart, like God, he knows your heart. He knows you know he knows that you are grateful. It sounds a lot nicer when you know you say you know I'm gonna say hey you know thanks thanks a lot you know and I'm going to tell you, you know, I, I don't know if, you know, anybody is familiar with leprosy. Leprosy is, uh, you know, it was a crazy disease. It was so crazy that the people that had leprosy had to be isolated. Nobody nobody knew the cause of leprosy. The only thing they knew is that they didn't want them around them. These they must be unclean people. These people, you know, we don't want them around us at all. You know, it was bad where, you know, Just imagine, you know, your mother was you know, you had a loving mother, all of a sudden you turned fifteen years old, maybe nineteen years old, something like that. I'm not sure exactly what when the age of when leprosy would affect somebody, but immediately they would burn their clothes, tell them to get out, you know, all of a sudden, you know, all the, the mother's love, the father's love, the brother and sister's love. That got thrown out the window. And, you know, and, and these records were just cast aside. They were just outcast in society, you know, um, just for having something that people didn't understand and they didn't want no parts of it at all. You know, the parts, you know, especially the parts where, you know, um, they would immediately burn and, you know, just totally, like, making sure that, you know, whatever these people had was like, hey, you have to get out of my house. You have to go somewhere, not here, you know, and it was how they they treated the lookers. So, you know, and and the thing about it is, you know, we don't, everybody resents being taken for granted, and, you know, everybody, nobody wants to feel underappreciated. Everybody, you know, wants to, to, you know, say, hey, listen, you know, what I've done was appreciated. And and the reason why I'm I mentioning is because, you know, a lot of us when we feel underappreciated, you know, and we feel as though, you know, we we did our part or we, we said something, sometimes we had the attitude like, you know what, it's not gonna happen again. You know, I'm I'm not gonna you know, I'm not gonna help this person out or that person out. You know what? They uh you know, I feel unappreciated. But you know, the one the, the, the one thing about our God is that, you know, he doesn't look at it that way he'll still give you the blessings that you need. He's not going to turn a blind eye, you know, no matter how many times that you just underappreciate him, you know, he's always there. And he's going to make sure that, you know, um, as, as long as, you know, it's something that's needed in your life, something that, you know, has to happen, whereas though you won't die or stuff like that, you know, and, that's the part where, you know, we just don't get it sometimes, you know. And like I said, we can harden our heart to somebody, but God doesn't harden our heart to us. And, you know, that's where he gets, you know, he gets, you know, underappreciated, but he's not going to stop, you know. until so one day, and he's patient with God, God is the nice he's a gentleman. He, he's patient. He shows up in your life, and he's patient. And you know, and one thing he's waiting for is the the thanksgiving for us to so us bringing him glory and honor, you know, and then so we finally get into our head that, you know, we've done had second, third, fourth, and fifth thanks, you know, uh, you know, blessings from God and we never gave him a thanks you know, a thanks, a proper thanks, a thank you. You know, God knows and he loves, he loves us, he wants us to, you know, experience the joy of worshiping him. And he's he's not God he's not gonna be a God that disappears just because, you know, your faith has not built, but what he does is he makes sure that he he has patience to make sure that when your faith show up, he's highly glad and, and, and he just was anticipating this the whole time because he was just waiting for you to just finally turn around and finally give him thanks his Thanksgiving and for you your faith to turn around and don't forget what you know what, what they say you know all it takes is the faith of a mustard seed. You know, and, and next thing you know, you're turning your whole life around. And uh, so, uh, you know, I'm I'm having fun right now tonight. Um, just talking about you know uh, the lepers because you know we're we're you know we're getting on to the uh, the fifth one. And so um, we're going in the reason for the for the fifth, leper, why he did not come back and uh, thank Jesus. So the fifth one. The fifth one may, you know, he may have gotten too busy with life, you know, with life means. You know, uh, the the one thing uh, with us is too many times we got ourselves focused on, you know, if this happens or that happens, this is the first thing I'm going to do. Well, it's just like us when, you know, we're playing a lot over the lottery or something like that. And we say to ourselves, in our head, as soon as I hit the lottery, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to do this. Jesus healed him. You know, he said, hey, you know what? Oh, wow. He healed me. You know what? If I wasn't a leper, this is what I was going to do. And that's what what I'm going to do. And that's just a lot of things that we do. We we get caught up with worldly things where we just, you know, when we get a blessing, Instead of you know incorporating that with you know hey you know um thank you Jesus oh man you know and I'm I'm going to do the right thing, it's no I'm going to do what I want to do when we get these blessings and we go into the wrong that's how we get into the wrong direction where we just you know we just have that that moment where we say, hey you know what this is what I'm this is what I'm going to do and you know we get caught into the wrong things and I'm talking about like the iPhones the cars you know, the expensive houses, you know, um, you know sneakers, and things like that, when we know we're not focused in the right direction. You know, we get pulled about worldly things so fast, so fast, that we forget that we're we're in a blessing. And we start directing it to things we want instead of things that we did need. You know, the reason why we receive blessings is because God knows that this is what we need and, you know, we need it for. You know, so you hit the lottery and, you you know, you don't get the million, but you get, let's say, a quarter of a million. And then you start doing things that a millionaire would do, don't have, the, you know, the finances of a millionaire. And you start saying to yourself, well, why don't you pay off this or pay off that, because now you have got the attention of worldly things. And now you're thinking, hey, I tend to win a million dollars this time, but maybe next time I'll, I'll probably win win that million dollars. But in the meantime, I'm going to cut some money to burn through. Nah, that's that's not how it works, and that's not how it happens. And uh, we get sucked up and caught up in some work and into the worldly things where we're not focused on Christ and we're not um, focused on the you know on the blessings that we receive. You know, you know, or basically. You know, building a relationship with Christ, you know, is you know how we how we do things. And Christ does some things too, you know, for us, and we're not seeing it as you know what it is. What it is, is? These are these are blessings that He's given us, and He's just seeing how how we can handle it. You know, yes, He wants to to give us bigger and better blessings, but but what He's doing is He's preparing us. But when He does give us that big blessing. And we just—he knows that we may go crazy, you know. We may go haywire. We might just start doing all kinds of stuff. But he says, "Hey, listen, let me give them because I know, I know my child. My child can handle blessings a little bit at a time, and maybe they can put all these blessings together and build this big thing. I'm trying to give them, but I can't give it to them because he can't handle it. He can't handle it, you know. And we just." don't want to be accepted that we that we're we're in a part of you know we can't handle it. You know, we you know we just can't handle it sometimes. And it's all right, you know, for, for people that are like that, you know, where they can't handle some certain things. And I know there were good times in my life where I couldn't handle certain things, you know, and this is the same with with everybody. You know, some sometimes people just can't handle some things. And so, you know, what what um, you know what he does is he, he gives it to us as we can receive it. So, you know, yes, you know, if you're out there praying for a, a big blessing or, you know, finances or something or whatever it is, you know, or a better job or, you know, whatever it is, you know, I'm not saying don't pray. Keep praying for it. Maybe you get a little, a little, a little at a time. Maybe that's how you can handle it or maybe that's how he's giving it to you. And you just going to have to accept it because you know he knows you. He, he knows his children. Okay, so let's go on to what were the six, six lepers. What was he thinking? What was his reason for not coming back to Jesus? Why wouldn't he give proper praise to Jesus? And so I would be thinking the sixth one. You know, perhaps the sixth one didn't know why he didn't go back. And you say, "Well, that's not an excuse." Yeah, I know it's not an excuse. But for some, you know, for, for some people, and uh, for some reason, you know, we just wasn't excited about, you know, our healing, our blessing. Why? Maybe, you know, he is so consumed with bitterness of how he has been treated throughout his life when he had had leprosy. You know, the bitterness and the resentment, you know, will rob you of your spirit, of your joy and peace. You know, in fact, bitterness and thanksgiving cannot coexist in a person's life without one being dominant over the other. So, yeah, it's like one or the It's basically one or the other. If you have bitterness in your heart, there's no way, you know, you would have a thanksgiving or you have would have a, any kind of giving spirit. You know, basically, you know, we get sucked into uh, beats, is the best way I can say it, where we have, you know, we've isolated ourselves and we've cut off the spirit because we in this beef with somebody, and, you know, we have to keep – we have to see that person fall down. You know, we have to make sure that life, that person's life is miserable as possible as, as long as we can add misery to their life. You know, we're going to be here. We're going to be the hater. You know, we don't care. We don't like this person. We just can't stand this person. We can't stand the sight of them. You know, why you're doing all that, you know, people see the ugliness and, and the mean hatefulness in your life. You know, when you – try to dress down or you try to you know uh, attack a person you know you need yourself vulnerable for people to look at you for the wrong reasons you know you, you're you talking about somebody and you know your your um you know your pastor ex or whatever is somebody going to say they ain't no pastor not mean the hateful stuff they're saying out there no but they didn't even hear one sermon you had but they're going to they're going to just and I mean, in your in their mind they don't label say that that, that that person is, is has a nasty, mean disposition. I can't see that person being a pastor. You know why? Because, like I said, that bitterness, that bitterness that they see come out, they know that that, that bitterness can't be. There can't be no joy in that person's life if they have that much bitterness where they just out, they pointed outwardly. You know, you know what they say. You know, um, you have to be careful what you say because, you know. Um, the power of the tongue is the governor of life and death. You know, we want to make sure that, you know, we don't, um, you know, curse ourselves by being in a bitter, bitter spirit where it just, you know, constantly taking us and dragging us to hell. And, you know, and, and, and the, the bad thing about it is, you know, they say misery loves company. You're always going to find another person that no matter what you're, you're saying, even the bitterness and the ugliness, they're going to add on. They're going to egg you on, and they're going to they're going to probably pile on and add stuff to what you're saying. It's like, yeah, that person is, a, you know, that is, is 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 the wrong spirit, you know, and and that's where you want to make sure, like when you hear when you hear stuff, make sure that you you're, you know you're, you're putting, you know, a positive spin or or, or something positive because, you know, nothing good. I'll fucking start negative. You know, it doesn't just all of a sudden turn positive because negativity attracts negativity. If you know, if, if you speaking, you know, like you know, bad stuff about people, you know, other people are going to be gravitating gravitating towards you because that's what you know attract negativity attracts. Just like positivity, you know, you ever see a positive person? come up to you and say, hey, how you doing, you know, and say, you know, I don't know you or whatever, I'm just saying hi. Because that's that's what you attract. You attract positive people. You're not going to attract negative people. Negative people are not even going to ask you for for something, even if they wanted to. Because you're too positive. Stop here. <laughs> All right, so um, we're running out of time, so I'm going to go quickly, go ahead and <clears throat> go to the, um, to the seventh one. All right, and so uh, the seventh leper, you know, he probably didn't return against he didn't he didn't need to he didn't need to go because he completely forgot about God's blessings. And how do you say how can you forget about God's blessings? Mm-hmm. Well, he forgot about the blessings basically. But you can quickly, you know, yell out, God, I got a problem and next thing you know it's, it's you know, God solved your problem. You have another problem. God I got a problem, help me, help me. You know, and this is this goes back to uh, I think it was the fifth level where well, I was telling you where you know you quickly have a, you know you you have a problem, but let me tell you, you don't even say thank you. You just go right back and ask for ask for another prayer. You know you're just going to say, hey, you know God, I, I, you know what, man, thanks for that that other thing, whatever. But uh, you know what, I need another blessing. And you know and some people can be a, a dead bold is to say, you know what, oh I forgot, you know like people you lend money to. You know, hey, where's my money? Oh, I forgot. Oh, do I owe you money? Oh, I didn't owe you money. Well, that's you know that's that's how it is. And that's how people when they and, they and they put that in their spiritual life. Believe it or not, they put that in their spiritual life where they say, oh, I can't believe I owe you. Or oh, I I didn't say thank you. No, I didn't. Oh, my bad. Oh, but by the way, I still need this. <laughs> yes, and you know, in the same way, you're looking like, oh yeah. You did all that, and now you're trying to tell me that you need something? After I told you, you didn't pay me back, or I did you this favor, or I loaned you my car, you you know, you always got a problem, but you have no no problem, you know, asking me until I just finally say no or you owe me so much I can't give you no more. Well, you know what? God's not that way. You know, believe it or not, he's not that way. You know, I mean, I just I always want to make sure I remind you. I know that you can easily say I can cut that fool off. You know, I fifty dollars and you know he didn't pay me back. You know what? I got off cheap. I to have to give another dime for the rest of my life. And you know, we look at you know we, and you you know you can easily you can easily do that to somebody. It, you know, just thinking like I I can I can do it without this person in my life. He can keep the fifty dollars. Let him stay where he's at. And you know, we, we do get into that you know, we can get into that funky spirit where we can just cut somebody off because, you know what? Uh, you know, they didn't appreciate, you know, me helping them out. And so we're going to the to the eighth uh, you know, um the eighth leper. And what could he been thinking? And what could be his excuse for not coming back to, to thank Jesus? You know, it could be that, you know, he just didn't feel like it. You know, there is there, there are times where, you know, we get into that funky attitude where we just don't feel like doing whatever it is, and it's like, you know, I, I'm not doing it. And even sometimes when it comes to as much as finances it's time for us to go to work, sometimes we get up and it's like, you know what, I just don't feel like it. And you say, well, how can somebody not feel like thanking someone for blessing them? And it's like, they got to be really ungrateful, but some people think, that you know, they've done so much in their lives or they've been through so much in their lives that you know <laughs> I just don't feel like it. You know why? <laughs> I I deserve it. You know, I, I don't I don't I don't think um you know anybody has to, you know, uh just you know, for for just the sake of just like like man, I didn't feel like it. You know what? Nah. I'm or it's just basically like, nah, I'm not feeling it. So you know what? I'm cured. You know what do you want to do? Uncure me and it's go about his business. Some people can easily do stuff like that. And you know, and and we know him, and we know him. Unfortunately, all right. And so, um, just moving quickly. Uh, for Right now, we want to go and talk about the ninth one. And the ninth one, maybe it could have been that the ninth man, you know, he felt sorry for himself, and. You know, maybe he was a leper that had, you know, leprosy for 20 years, 22 years, and somebody had it for two years. And when he said to himself, well, how come this leper only had to go through this for two years, and I went to go 20 years? Man, he shouldn't even bless him. He should make him go through 20 more years. But, no, you just, what you're doing is, is what, I, you know, I see a lot of times, are people who are comparing their blessings to other people's blessings. And that's what knocks the whole blessing the spirit of the blessing that you being blessed out because now you want someone to, to deal with leprosy for 22 years, but they only did two years, but you feel as though they should do 22 years like you. No. You know, and, and the reason why, you know, and, and I got a good reason for this happening where people see things like this. And the good reason is that this, God puts on your shoulders what you can handle. Maybe the guy that only had leprosy for two years could probably only handle it. If he handled it a third year, he would have jumped off a cliff when he'd done something. You, on the other hand, you're not counting your blessings. You're not seeing how you can – you probably were guiding and directing people with leprosy and saying, hey, listen, this is how we've got to live and this is what we got to do. Listen, the way you survive this is you do this and you do that. But now you just knock off all the good joy and, 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 and gratefulness and all the, you know, help that you supply people. Because now what you're doing is you're, you're just messing up your blessing. You, you're trying to mess up somebody else's because you don't think you deserve it. Or he's like, well, why I deserve you know twenty more years of this? No, what it is is that he's placed on your shoulders what you can handle. Okay, and your blessing is for you, and the blessing for the guy that only had it for two years is for him. You know, maybe you know, like I said, maybe this what nine of them were thinking in their own you know their own way. And they were thinking, you know, I've got a valid reason. But, you know, we can talk about the one that came back. The one that came back, he came back. And I'm going to tell you, that, you know, I'm not, well, I'm talking about this live to you like I was there. I'm going to tell you how I was thinking it, it happened. And, you know, when we can go, you know, right back into, you know, uh, Luke. And, and as we go, you know, to um, verses, when well, we're in uh, chapter 17, and I'm going to go over verse 17, so Jesus answered and said, Where were there not nine cleansed? But but where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way, has made you well. So I'm just gonna tell you this is this is what happened. Well what I think happened. So now on on his way to see the Rabbi, one that came back, he realized before they got there, they were going to be cured because they could not walk into the temple. The rabbi would not allow them into the temple. And I guess one of them, once they got there, had to tell them, hey, listen, we had leprosy. We want to make sure, you know, you examine us or whatever, that we're we're clean now. So the one, while he was walking, probably realized, hey, uh, I'm cured. And before even went to that rabbi, he probably you know, get back to where Jesus was and let them know. Hey, hey, I'm gonna tell you back in the day when, and they, you know, they, 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 they stated that they stopped by a village. They didn't even name the village. You know, Jesus was gonna move so much that he wouldn't stay in one place for very long. So the leper had, you know, had to turn right back and just went back and immediately gave thanks to Jesus. And you know, everybody says that they're, they're that one leper. You know, before he even got confirmation from the rabbi, when he got clear where he could go back in the village and stuff like that, that leper went back when he seen that the leprosy fell off of him, he went back and turned back right immediately. And, you know, a lot of us don't do that immediate, you know, that, that thing where we do things immediately. And, um, you know, with that being said, you know, um, I'm really going to the call of salvation. And, um, I just want to say to, you know, everybody, uh, thanks to everybody for, you know, um, listening or watching or on Facebook Live, uh, we have been broadcasting on www.blogtalkradio.com slash Purpose Kingdom. And we're also on Facebook Live. Um, and anytime that anybody, uh, any of the Facebook viewers, wants to call in the Blog Talk or even talk to me, uh, that phone number calling is c And anytime you're ready to speak with me, you just hit the number one, and uh, we'll get you connected. Uh, before I go into the call of salvation, I just wanted to let, you know, um, or just say things that, you know, we, we just, you know, we constantly um, go you know, go over and review. And sometimes we, um, you know, the two things is, is time and money. You know, we never know how much time we got, but we can figure out how much money we got. And by, by doing so, you know, the time that we have is, is so precious, and a lot of times, you know, we don't maximize, you know, what we could do, do with our time. And one of the things I want to do is invite, you know, you to accept Christ in your life. And if you haven't done so, you know, I'm just going to let you know, the first thing, you know, you want to do is you just want to, you know, you remember all the way back into uh, what I was talking about, the lepers, you know, you just want to make sure that you use, you know, a portion of that X as far as, you know, your, in, into your prayer, your prayers, you know, of asking God for forgiveness. You know, one of the first things, you know, to ask you to do is just ask God to forgive you for your sins. We're all sinners. You know, we all fall short of the, uh, of the saving grace of Jesus Christ. You know, we all, you know, want to make sure that, you know, gracefully that we are accepted into the kingdom of heaven. And one of the ways to do that is, you know, you have to go through Jesus to see the Father. And so, you know, with that being said, we just want to make sure that you understand. You can say these words or you can say something similar. You know, just open up your heart and say, Father God, I'm a sinner. Please accept me into your kingdom. I will now and forever change my ways. I will repent and rejoice your name forever. Amen. You know, once you said that, you know, the next thing we suggest you do is find a Bible, believe, in teaching, preaching sanctuary. And we know sanctuaries are, you know, mainly closed and, you know, or limited capacity, but there are Zooms and there are, you know, avenues like this, like, um, you know, uh, Facebook Live. Uh, a lot of people are doing a lot of virtual events. You know, um, i like to thank, you know, just, you know, um, the great things, you know, that open up through, you know, our prayer and worship. Um, so, you know, um like I said, you know, uh, I was going to the announcements and I'm going to wrap things up. Um, even though I'm on, um, you know, Facebook Live and Blog Talk, I do see, you know, the um, everybody is calling in. If I get a chance, I'll go ahead and shout you out, you know, for, um, you know, just uh, supporting and listening here on um, Blog Talk Radio and also uh, Facebook Live. Uh, okay, so our announcements are this. This is the private purpose camp network. Um, if – you want to contact us here at Purpose Kingdom Network, we contact us here at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. we you receive comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a prayer request. We uh, gladly honor that. Uh, we're also on an Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. Um, anytime you want to hear any of our past broadcasts, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. You can simply type in the host name or the show name. You can hear that show at it its entirety and at your convenience. We thank you so much for all to share um with your friends and family members. We also invite you to like us on Facebook where you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements. Um and also, uh, for everyone, please share and uh tell your friends and family members and uh we, we thank you for your support here from the Kino Network and uh we broadcast almost each and every day. And um let's see, we real quickly I'm just gonna check and see um the calendar so you can see what on tomorrow, which is gonna be the third Sunday, and so we got peripheral visions with Sister Antonia Bats, uh, at nine PM. So we're guys God's guys blessing tomorrow evening at nine o'clock. Don't forget to stay tuned here, uh, and come right back uh at Purpose Kingdom Network at Blog Talk where um we'll have peripheral visions and that's gonna be hosted by Sister Antonia Bats. Um so uh, tonight is fantastic, and uh, just you know, um, go over you know things, some of the things we talked about. Now, I know that uh, if you have you know said you know hey listen, one of these, these nine leopards that did not come back, you know I can picture that would be my excuse. Um, if, if that is if, if, you know, if that's you, you know I would I, I understand because um, you know we all want to be the perfect that perfect one that came back. Um, Sometimes we may see ourselves in a situation. The reason why I brought life and I wanted to examine the nine is because sometimes we can't see fault in ourselves. And I just wanted to see if there was, you know, anything that, you know, um, like that that needs to be changed in life, this is a good way to just examine and look at it and say, hey, I'm one of those nine that didn't come back. And you know what? My reason would have been this, Um, you know, and and I totally understand, you know, if you think that way and, you know, and I just pray that, you know, you change your life where you're not, you know, considered to be one of those nine and you didn't have one of the nine reasons. And, um, you know, me personally, um, I always like to, you know, do a self-examination. And just, you know, I just want to know where where I am in my spiritual life because a lot of times if you don't have like a, like that spiritual, spiritual checkup or that, you know, that that checkpoint, you know, how when you were growing up, you stayed had stay an inch chart, you know, and it's like a chart for me to, you know, the know where I'm born at and where I'm headed and you know how how you know how I've been progressing. You know, a lot of people can't progress, um, you know, in leaps and bounds. Some people take baby steps, some people take giant steps. You know, and you know, this is you know this is how, you know, we have to have a gauge of ourselves and what we know, you know, like your car, you drive your car and it tells you when it's time to change the oil. Well, sometimes it, you know. You have to change you know you have to change your your attitude you know because your attitude affects your gratitude so if you all of a sudden you got the wrong attitude you're gonna have the wrong gratitude and you know you need that really um to have that right attitude and gratitude so uh real quickly um I see uh, I have a couple of people that is on Facebook live and commented thank you um real quickly about um a little bit of time, and uh, with that, I thank everybody on um, Facebook. Um, let me see. i got uh, my brother David, um, brother O, my son, Bob Jr. Thanks so much for uh, watching and commenting. Uh, you know, I like doing this, and, you know, I really do. You know, I was supposed to be on last week, but I didn't make it, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad for, you know, I was able to, you know, come – tonight and i can't you know imagine doing anything else but you know just being right here you know uh just you know sharing you know some things and i'm just you know i'm i'm grateful that uh you know i do have you know um you know listeners that you know you know that participate and, you know whatever uh i i just you know like to make sure that i i let you know that i appreciate everything that everybody's done um, and spreading spreading the word and thank, you know, thanks. Thanks for um letting, us know, letting people know that we you know we're all on and, and um I just like to say thanks. Um, I can't imagine doing anything else besides uh you know this right here and spending my time, you know, if I kid I do this every night. But um uh, right now, um I'm gonna just say uh goodbye to my uh Facebook Live um, audience. I'm out, peace. All right, see you later. All right, and so I'm still on blog talk, and I'm just going to close out blog talk radio. And uh, this is, like I say once again, a part of the Product Purpose Can Network. Thanks for uh, joining us tonight. Don't forget, um, we're going to have uh, Sister Antonia Betts on tomorrow evening for peripheral Visions. You know, God bless you. And, you know, uh, with, with everything, you know, take care. And, look, <clears throat> uh you know, I, I I enjoy it, and uh, thank you so much. So I am trying to find the closing music right here. Okay, so I found the closing music. I'm out of here. Peace. Love, everybody. Jesus fled. He raised me. He I will, will, not, lose. Lose. Me, I will, will lose. not lose. He saved me. I will, will not lose. lose. Me, I, will I will not lose. lose. Never want to keep down. I will not, not lose. Not. He